This week on Welcome Back to Roswell, we're talking about the episode Control from original Roswell. And then over on Roswell, New Mexico, we're talking Killing Me Softly with his song. I really hope that this title is not referencing Kyle because I don't think I can really take a real Kyle death. And you'll hear what happens to me (laughs) when I hear what happens. I'm just very nervous, worried about this baby boy. Um, But I got to watch. All right. Enjoy. Which of the podsters is above doorbells? Podsters is above doorbells. Isabel? Oh, Michael. Michael. What's new, according to Maria? I don't know. She goes, nothing. Oh. Roswell. How does Cal send emails? Oh, with his Nokia phone that only he and Dick Cheney have. (laughs) We'll talk more about that. Um, What does Cal have in his refrigerator? Lemons. What is Cal's license plate number? Uh, Is it I own? uh, I, you, I own? Yes. Okay, there we go. (laughs) Um, And then where does Mrs. Evans find Max's phone number? In... She calls it the address book later, but it's her, it's Isabel's planner. So this is exactly what happened to me is I wrote down Isabel's planner. And then later when she was like, I got it from your address book. I was like, oh, got to change it to address book. No. I mean, unless we're supposed to, I guess maybe we're supposed to think that she was snooping in the address book for, because the way it plays when you first see it is that she just happens upon Max's number when she's looking for what she said she was going to look for. But if there's indeed a planner and an address book as two separate books yeah two separate bound collections of documents yes and she goes to one but then opens the other that's like that's some harder snooping than yeah she's in crisis she is i have a lot of empathy for her because because she's right she's right and max is really i mean at least max's dad had the conversation of like you need to be honest with me right yes like, so at least Max's dad has some, like, pa- had some relationship to Max leaving, whereas poor Max's mom, no she just got ditched. She just got ditched. Well, and obviously that we see that, like, Liz is struggling with that, too. Um, and Max, like, I, you know, the, all of, like, the human stuff. Yeah. On, like, the, the, his human relationships are, like, crumbling a little bit. And all of those, I'm like, well, okay, this is complicated, whatever. But Max bullying Langley to, like, basically sacrifice his life and reputation and probably get arrested or something Mm -hmm. um, is, like, just... Like, he's just... He's off the deep end. He's, He's, like... Yes. But we've we've seen him dabble in this before. Like, this is how he acted. It was a lot... It reminded me, at least. There's echoes of how he treated Isabel when Isabel wanted to go away to college. Yeah, totally. And he was just like, no, you're not. I'm the boss. Do what I say. Oh, that fucking son of a bitch. It really, and I think she's, I think more than Alex's death, that's part of what Isabel is responding to now. Yeah, totally. In like choosing these things for her life because she got, had choice taken away. Yeah, and maybe not, uh, 
maybe not despite the fact that they, it'll piss everyone off, but maybe yeah. because yes, like, she can assert some control and like hurt them back. Oh, uh, um, but she is wrong. Like, <laughs> but she's also wrong. And again, this plot line works best if you just make her twenty five in your brain. Right, I know. Just make her twenty five. A year younger than Jesse, still. Then, then it's okay. Then it's fine. It's still rash. Mm-hmm. It's still quick. Yeah. And it's he still works for her father. Yeah, four months is very quick to get engaged. Yeah. And two weeks is very quick so to quick. get married after you got engaged. Yes. Especially when you only knew each other. Because here's the thing. I get it. Especially even when you're that young. Here's too. the thing. From the first second of the second minute. No. <laughs> Again, cute to say in retrospect. That's cute to say 40 years later when you're like, how did you two meet? (laughs) But during that second minute, it is not cute. In year 40 of Lizabelle and Jesse's marriage, this whole story will be cute. Right. Now? Now is not cute. Her mom is like, you're going to be a bitter old 20-year-old divorcee. (laughs) She essentially said, I don't give your marriage a year. Yeah. Well, a year and a half, remember, she's only like eight. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Ryan, something yeah. fun I noticed uh, while watching this episode, and perhaps it is something that you have known all along mm-hmm. and just been laughing about to yourself quietly, <laughs> um, but uh, Joey Pants' character's yes. name is Cal Langley. He's Cal L. I never had thought about that. It's a Superman reference. It's a, that's amazing. Cal L. I feel like this comparison's pretty much end there. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's a he's, different he's kind of alien. alien. Yeah. Yes. He, he, <laughs> yes. I'm not suggesting that he is in fact Kryptonian. Yes, he's an alien. He looks like a white guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I Cal's story gets colored in a lot in this episode, or shaded in a lot this episode. Yes. To the point where he becomes essentially a sympathetic character. Which is a pretty, like, uh, big ask, right? Yeah. Because in the previous episode, again, I didn't even clock that it was uh, that actor until yeah. like, the final scene. Um, and uh, you mentioned at the beginning of this episode that he's, like, acting as though he's a gangster. Yes. Uh, or a mobster. Mm-hmm. Uh, where he's, like, pinning Max up against, like, the, the walls. And he's, like, starting fires. He's having his goons come in to, like, clean up after yep. him. Uh, he is living a CD life. Yes. That is also the life of a Hollywood producer. Yes, it works very well. Yeah. Um, In the same way that when Max pitches his own life story as a movie, it it works. It works, but it's also one of those things where you're like, what the fuck? Why is anyone tolerating this for a second at this (sighs) party? It's these Hollywood folks. They're all full of it. Are they always all pitching stories to each other at parties? I bet, like, producers get stories pitched to them at every party. I bet they are good. I bet they're great at shutting it down, though. Especially while. But Cal, as we found out, can't. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. He can't. This is a fun wrinkle. Oh, it's so fun. That, you know, Cal obviously doesn't like max doesn't like that he's like no hanging out but also in some ways is protecting matt is yeah. still like he's not he he doesn't he tries to scare max but he doesn't try to kill max right he does and he also doesn't like turn him over to authorities or like, right. out of as an alien or whatever um it, it, 
that he's trying to kind of put off the inevitable because yep. he knows that he can't resist a direct order from Max. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's really just like pacing it out and being like, I, the, the longer I can resist or like put us in yep. situations where you don't know that you can order me around. Right. Then like the longer I can maintain my Hollywood producer lifestyle. Um, Which is a nice, like, he's got a beautiful house. A beautiful house. He gets massages by the pool. Mm-hmm. He's got a fridge full of lemons. He's got a fridge full of lemons. He wears a robe to parties. Yeah. And those little glasses look great on him. Yep. The those hat is not working as well. His little hat is not as, does not survive yeah. the past 20 years as, no. as well. I mean, I, I feel like the hat is an affectation. Yes. And maybe it's a sincere one. Does that make it an affectation that I wonder? It feels like he's doing something specific with the hat. Yes. I'll agree that it doesn't work. It's a work statement. Um, but yeah, we find out that the reason he eats lemons is because since he stopped shape-shifting, right. he's been able to develop his human senses so that he can feel some things, like Which, which if is they're very extreme. Cool, right? Because like yeah. the shape-shifting and like alien blow-em-up powers are so like powerful and like game-changing. Yeah. It's like the ultimate alien, right? Yes. Um. And, like, that this guy is just trying to reject all of that. I mean, it's not not a Superman story, right? Yeah. Like, that he's trying to... All right, fine. It's a Superman story. (laughs) Just saying there may be a few more. All right. (laughs) Um, I can't imagine Clark moving to Hollywood. No, but this is what would happen. Let's let's talk about Hollywood Max because Oh, I like Hollywood Max. He's got so yes. much This is what happens every time that actor yeah. doesn't have to play Max. He immediately becomes so much more charismatic, mm-hmm. so fun to watch. Yes. Dynamic. So, just so it's one of the cuz he's always like a pretty good actor. Yeah, right? sure. But when he gets to do something that's not just be Moby Max. Right. Well, and it to me it also like makes me respect the performance he's doing as Max yes. more cuz I'm like, "Oh, that's not you just being yourself." Right. Whereas as much as I love Michael, I feel like that feels like he's pretty much being himself. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I love him. Right. Love it. Right. But it doesn't it doesn't feel that way. Whereas for Max, it's like, oh, you turn, you dim your light, you hide your light under a bushel because it's right. (laughs) It's right for the part, even though you're the main character, and really would be nice to care to be more engaged by you. But you, you just hide it. You say no, I'm not going to do that right now. Like, can you imagine if Max got to play like Jones? No, my God. <laughs> that would be great. It would be. That, oh, that's man. not a spoiler, by the way. Sorry. That there is no Jones. There's no Jones in this one. But um, I'm just like. That's a shame. Because I do feel like that's one of the places where Roswell, New Mexico is failing some. That, yeah. Like, a vanilla Max is like the way I prefer that actor. Yeah. Like, I think I think he's got that. I, and he's also playing it less mopey. Yeah. He's got a little bit more like, you know, I'm the law kind of swag. Well, and he's him. he's been an adult without being mopey about Liz all the time. Right. He's now, he's a little more mopey again. He's a little more dying, so. All right, we'll talk about that episode in a minute. We got to talk about this one. But But no, Hollywood Max is great. He shows up, he gets a haircut. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's because... After getting burned by his his, I know, he got made fun of by his hair, and he went and got a haircut, which, that's on game. Also, I... Yeah, it's totally on game. I like a 
cheap haircut. Okay, like you like. Like I get. What, you think they look good, or what do you mean you like a cheap haircut? I mean, I do a cheap haircut? Sure. I, yeah. Yeah. I, you don't. Sp- you don't invest don't in your money. hair. Yeah. Exactly. You have good haircuts, though. Thank you. Um, there is a. Uh, uh, it's like a Fantastic Sam's or something okay. like that. That's like over here in. Um, Hollywood that nice. I uh, was very near to a, an apartment I used to live in. Mm-hmm. I do not live there now, but I still go there. For do you go haircut. to a specific person? So there are two people there, and they oh, both okay. cut my hair the exact same way. Nice. Um, and I have been unable to have anyone at like a real salon match it. Yeah, and or, real or salons are so much more. Like, I have a, a hairstylist at a real salon who, she's she's amazing. Yeah. But I'm not always, uh, I don't always need an amazing haircut. Yeah. You don't always need an amazing haircut. <laughs> I don't always need a scalp massage. I don't need a coffee. Yeah. I don't need a beer. Like. Well, and I don't need something that I'm going to want to try to keep up. No. It's like work. A good haircut is work. Yes. And yes. so sometimes I'm like, just, just bob. Just cut the edges right. even. Just, just make me not embarrassed. <laughs> Just cut all the stri- the split ends off, and we'll just be fine. And when I go to this fantastic Sam's, it's great. Yeah, and I'm like feeling good, okay. Looking good. I think it's possible that Max's haircut is from his new haircut. Yeah, is from a fantastic Sam's. That yes, that I don't know that it. It's, does he have money? Doesn't it's have unclear. You know yeah, that. he hasn't been working at the UFO Center for a while. He bought that car. Yeah, yeah. And he's assuming. He's got that parking ticket that vanished. We've never seen. Yeah, they're gonna track him down. They are. They've never. We've never. We, and it's fine. And I don't think I miss a scene of it. But we never saw like where he's staying in L.A. Yeah. Because wherever right. he's staying, it's not cheap. But like. Do you think he's still uh, staying with that actor detective guy's girlfriend? Maybe, and she her, keeps her hitting apartment. on him. His apartment, I mean. Yeah, but that's, he has no right to that place. Yeah, but. But he knows no one's going to be there for a while, right? All right, that's very sneaky. <laughs> but yes, he could be doing that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think he has money for a fancy slant. But he comes in with a new haircut, mm-hmm. a new jacket, and he's just... And confidence. Confidence. He's got that smile. Mm-hmm. They keep calling him Tom Cruise-ish, but like, there is a Tom Cruise element to that smile that he turns on. Yeah. And like, like, not, not in like the kind of like wild, slightly out of control no. sort of way, but in the... Just like relaxed, confident, yeah, uh, joyful. Yep, it's a good Max. That is a good. It's a good Max. Max. Now, sadly, Max is brought pretty low by the episode. <laughs> yeah, this yeah, Max is not long for this world. Well, so it's interesting that they, uh, you know, at the beginning of the episode when he is uh, pitching out an alien life story, yes, to uh, Kal El <laughs> yes. in front of his friends, um, that. They, the comps that they throw at him are um, uh, Starman mm-hmm. and uh, E.T. Yes. And Cal's like, I'm only interested in these stories if someone dies, which yep. is a threat, right? Yep. But it's also, like, so close to what happens in both those movies. Yeah. That, like, I don't know. It's, 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 it's interesting that even at the beginning, they're sort of, like, telegraphing. That, like, the alien story that we're hearing about, the alien story that we are about to see, ends in heartbreak. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I guess he didn't pick a happy movie. Right. Didn't pick Superman. No. That is kind of the happiest ending for an alien. Yeah. Be beloved on Earth. Yeah. (laughs) 
Which look, I want that. I want that for Cal Langley. I I didn't when we started the or you know, I've seen this a few times. So I've been down this road with Cal before. But where we are at the beginning of this episode, I'm Cal's annoying. He shows a bit of I know I already said it, but he shows a bit of robe for a party at his house. I have no patience for this. Um unless everyone else gets to wear a robe. Well, or I wonder if it's, you know, you're saying he is this uh, producer type who just gets pitched to yeah. uh, on hours, off hours, all the time. I wonder if that even was a party at his house, or if it was just <laughs> the people who are always there every night to yep, pitch stories at it him. It might be. His friends, he calls them. He does call them friends. Um, and he's having a good time. He is. He is. It's um, so yeah, you're right, though. The robe thing... Look, it's two th- It's we're in prime Harvey Weinstein time. It's Harvey Weinstein. It's a little Hugh Hefner. Yeah, like yeah. it's o- only gross example. <laughs> only gross. I can't think of a not gross person who would wear a robe to a party at their house. Yeah, I had a friend in college who was a good friend to this day. But okay. in college, his sophomore year, he wore a bathrobe a lot. Okay, like was a- he okay? Uh, I mean, no, I think he actually was pretty depressed and homesick. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah, that. I that's mean, that, a different, that's a different robe. It's a different robe. Yeah, no, it wasn't, like, it was not a predatory robe, for sure. <laughs> Your friend's not a creep is what I'm trying right, to say. Right, but I was just trying to come up with like an example of someone I've seen wear a robe at a party where yeah. it wasn't a robe party, you know? Yes, I think it's the silk robe. And I, I, and I kind of am talking outside about, because like, I don't mind a caftan. Right. Or a moo moo. Yeah. Or even. Yeah, I think those are the ones that I was. I was like, a kimono is too much. But like. Well, it depends on the context, I think. Yeah. But like a robe is such a transitional garment. Yes. Right? You know that that person is either going to get almost naked yep. or was recently almost naked, right? Like that's what the robe. Implies. And I don't mind a smoking jacket. No. I no. think there's. I think you. I'm, I guess I'm pro loungewear, yes. but anti-robe specifically. And I, it's, I, there are these people who have ruined it. Right. So it's their fault. But I think it's specifically robe. Because I'm not anti-comfy pants and, like, you know, a smoking jacket and, um, like, slipper, like velvet slippers. No, that sounds... Why aren't we doing that? <laughs> <laughs> why don't we record this podcast? It would be a sound. little hot right now, but... <laughs> yeah, it's true. Come, come winter... Let's let's do it. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it for the winter episode. <laughs> There's no winter season to uh, Roswell, New Mexico. No, there really isn't. It'll be done. Yeah. I w- Well, I will tell you though. There's what? another Christmas episode of Roswell. Oh. <laughs> we've got a few episodes. Oh, we got to be coming up on it pretty soon, right? Um, we've got a it was few. Halloween recently. Yeah, I think we've got a few because we have we have the wedding in two weeks. Right. Okay. That's sure. before our Christmas. And so that won't be that won't be next episode. It'll be the episode after. <laughs> exactly. I love the way this. I. It's something that I miss a lot now. Is mm-hmm. that shows would try to like take place in real time. Yes. Like, as as they were airing, and like you know, most sitcoms were great at it. Community mm-hmm. was phenomenal at yep. it. Um, but like. You know, I've I've been catching up on the uh, most recent season of Rick and Morty, mm-hmm. and they just they did a uh, uh, Thanksgiving episode where Rick turns himself into a turkey so he can get the presidential pardon. Okay. And chaos ensues. Of course. Um, and it's like 
there's obviously that wasn't timed with Thanksgiving. No. And there's no way for them to do that because they made the episode like two years before. And right. Had no idea how it was going to be distributed or when. And Adult Swim doesn't care enough. Like, right. You'd have, and I don't think it's, I don't know that it makes financial sense to care, but you would have to care yeah. a lot. Yeah. To time things that way. That's why what I think we should adopt in terms of sitcoms in America is the British model, and we should have a holiday episode that sure. comes out at the holiday, no matter what else is happening. It does, if it's between seasons, if it's in the middle of the season, who cares? Right. Have a holiday special and air it like at the kinda, holidays. Kind of outside of continuity or like, yeah. you know, continuity loose or something. Yes, but just a holiday episode that airs at the holiday, and yeah. then we get that... that we get that dopamine that hit feeling. of seeing the characters wearing scarves. Right, like we are. We, yes. don't, we don't really wear <laughs> no, scarves. It's, it's tough to wear a scarf. We're going to get smoky jackets, though. Yeah, no, I'm way into the smoky jackets. <laughs> yeah, so, so, oh, my God. If we can find some like high wingback chairs. Oh, my and God. some brandy next to a fireplace. This sounds great. Ryan! I don't know how we're going to make all of this happen, but I don't think there's a better way to spend a winter. Um, you started saying like 10 minutes ago that Max oh. gets brought pretty low by this episode. He does. Episode. And it, and I mentioned it before. He falls into some of his worst traits. Yeah. I will trace it all the way back, which I know I've brought up many times on the show, in the episode Crazy when he smacks Michael in the face the week after, one oh, week after, one he week. found out that Max had, or Michael had been being abused by his stepfather or his foster father. And then he immediately smacks Michael in the face. It's the same thing. It's like when he gets to in his, whether we want to call it his alien self or his king self, he yeah. becomes a jerk. He becomes selfish. He, he wants to just place orders and have people just follow his orders. Yeah. He's, he's a horrible listener. Like, and it's a thing that I think the show's done really well is that's a consistent problem or a consistent flaw. Yeah. Yeah, and something that, like, when you see it happening in this episode, it's very, like, it's a thing that you recognize, and you're mm -hmm. like, oh, shit, this again, yep. you know? Like, um, it's it's got that very, like, he just feels real. Like, it, yeah. it feels like a, a real characteristic of a real dude. Yep. Um, yeah, this show's pretty good, Ryan. Yay! <laughs> That's what I've been waiting for. We can quit now. Um, right. No, just kidding, just kidding. We'll watch oh, it forever. Okay. Um, but no, it's... And this is just the next iteration of this. And we've kind of been seeing it all season with Max choosing pretty recklessly. I mean, we've made jokes about the, the holding up the convenience store, but it was a pretty reckless yeah. choice. And right. it was and it's choosing a, an alien relationship that he doesn't know over the human relationships yeah. he does already know. Yeah. I mean, he sacrificed Liz in that situation. Now, he right. did ultimately, like, get her off probation or whatever. Which is great, but like he he has been driven in a way that makes him less empathetic to yeah. people around him, and on top of everything, which on one hand, when it, while it's happening, for, at least for me, I don't blame Max for not taking Liz's calls. Yeah, me but either. then in the end, when she's standing there in front of him and she's like, "You fucking blew me off." Yeah, then it's also you have to side with her. Yeah, too. it's also like no, she's right. Like. Yeah. She is half of this relationship and does matter. Like, right. I mean, it is also the sort of thing where, you know, like that can be solved a little bit by just like, a, oh shit, I'm sorry. I got so, you know, wrapped up. Totally. You know, and right? it's, it's very much, ooh, 
I'm, I'm going to make an analogy I and you'll it. see if you I like it. it. I don't know. But it very much feels like the girl who didn't go away to college she, and the guy who's at college. Yes. So Max has a lot of on his plate right. that in some ways, no, it's not more important than Liz. But like in the moment in his life, it's his life. He's living. Yes. And she's at home making care packages. Right. Waiting for him to call, yes. no, and it's like you can't so you can't blame her for being hurt, but you also can't blame him for living. Right. Well, because a distance relationship, which is what this is, yes. even when they're in the same town, because yeah. Max Max is doing something else. Yes. Um. It, th- they're hard, mm-hmm. and like if you are not both prioritizing it in the same way. Yep. Slash both allowing there to be like lapses in prioritization, yep. um, which is also a totally fine way to go about it. But yes. like, you got to be on the same page. But about still that hard. It's not. It doesn't happen naturally, especially when one person's wrapped up in a lot of stuff. And especially and, when we're eighteen years old. I know they're young. Yeah, they're very young. And, and you called her out on it. But Liz, like I've been committed to Max for my whole life every minute of years of my life and you're like you broke up with him a couple times yeah yeah they haven't been dating the whole time for the last three years we've known them yeah it's true she broke up with him when she found out he was destined to be with someone else then she made him see her sleep with someone else and tricked him and yes granted Per the orders of an alternate reality. Yeah, so she was being loyal to a Max, just not our Max. Um, but yeah, it it's a it's a teen show, and therefore it's a compelling storyline in a teen yeah, show. Yeah. If I was Maria and this is my friend Liz, I think I would probably be like, "Girl, it's it's okay. It's okay. Right. It's okay. Like this is what it is. Right. So you, it's okay to not be okay with this being what it is." Mm-hmm. And it's okay if this is what ends this relationship. Yes. Because you will have others. But yeah, Maria can't say that. No. Well, and also, like, Maria doesn't have the best... She also has, you know, love goggles. Yes, 100%. And is, is affected by the sort of, like, Romeo and Juliet syndrome of, like, we're destined to be together. Yes. And I, and I know that. Um, so she's not going to talk Liz out of romantic thinking no they're ver- they're both very romantic which makes it funny that they are so and it just shows isabel has no friends but they are both so disconnected to well, isabel well okay but let's talk about this scene, <laughs> because when isabel walks into the uh kitchen at the crash mm-hmm. and uh liz and maria are they're, they're joking engaged. around yes. and then like, liz gives her a little kiss, kiss. Yeah. And I was like, hello, do I ship this now? <laughs> um, and Isabel comes in, and she launches into this long preamble. Mm-hmm. And it's one of these moments that I hate, because I'm like, mm, I see too much of myself in this. <laughs> but she launches into this big preamble about how like having uh, bridesmaids is stupid, but it's something that you have to do anyway. Mm-hmm. And you're the closest thing I have to friends, so would you like to be my, <laughs> my bridesmaids? Um, so like, Isabel is already offering them shit yes so she shouldn't really be surprised when they decide to flush it really. yeah they're just like oh sure they, they accept they accept yes they accept but they're both like what is up <laughs> with this well and i think it also goes to that piece like the only person isabel told about this relationship was dead alex like yeah. mm-hmm. so it's not even it would be one thing if it was like you know that secret affair that i told you about right we're getting married but to be like, oh, by the way, I was having a secret affair with this old man. 
and we're getting married. By the way, he's 26. I'm going to keep saying that over and over. Over and over. Don't let you guys forget for one second how old he is. Why doesn't Isabel tell anyone? Because she's she's just not that close to them. I mean, she she told Max and Michael, and they told her to end it. Yeah, but but that's... That's those guys. Yeah. Like, why not her? Her and she told she told Kyle. Yeah, she did. I think it just shows that she's not that close with Liz and Maria, and she isn't. Yeah. Like, they're family because they all share the secret. But the way that Liz and Maria were joking around in that, Isabel's never in that with them. She would never. She could never get in. Yeah, Kyle might be able to get in on it. Maybe. But. Isabel. Maybe. I feel like not if Maria is there, though. Like, yeah. Kyle's got a little bit that relationship with Liz. Cause yeah. Because they used to date. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they work on film projects together. <laughs> T- totally dropped that one off, by the way. Yeah. Well, yeah, we don't need it. <laughs> yeah, Moving we're, on. We're, we're, we're done with that. Um, but, yeah, it's, it, it is sad to, like, kind of take stock of what Isabel has. Uh, and it's... I guess, with the exception of, of Jesse, it is a little bit like what Kyle has in Roswell, New Mexico, where you're like, everyone else has something, but you kind of don't. Yep. And you, oh, we're going to talk a lot about Kyle, no matter what happens to him. But, yeah, totally. Um, yeah, Isabel doesn't have a ton, which, and that's why it makes sense, and her mom calls it out on her, yeah. but that's why it makes sense that she grabs onto this thing that feels stable and feels good. <sighs> Again, if you picture her as 25, all yeah, of it then, feels then a little bit better. Okay, but a little bit. Because yeah. there's also just the, you know, she's arranging this wedding. Well, and like her mom is either contributing to it or like just kind of hovering around it. Like it, it's, it's unclear what I, they think they're. Yeah, I think mom thinks that once Isabel sees what, how much goes into planning a wedding Mm -hmm. she's gonna get spooked or even just like in planning the wedding together they spend more time together yeah either talk her out of it yes gain more insight into you know like anything like that but like i don't know i I think about the way my brother got married Mm -hmm. um and he did it uh you know with kind of quick notice yep didn't really tell anyone invited Mm -hmm. me um, like the week before yeah. it, it happened and then was like, don't tell mom. And I was like, absolutely not. Like, <laughs> Please do not, do not put me in that position. Yeah, I will not live I, there. I will not. I, I can, I cannot like you, if you tell me yeah, and then don't tell mom, if you just did it and didn't tell anyone, that's one thing. Right. That's fine. No one's invited. Yeah. That would be fine. And I would get it. Wait, are you defending mrs evans for calling max and telling max no i'm i'm saying that the like the the two weeks thing yeah um, that that is oh that's a good question though am i defending mrs evans it sounds like you have empathy for that and i don't i don't know that i don't i think i think she needed to talk to her son yeah and i have a lot of empathy for that like like you said it's not her fault he ran away she doesn't really understand why she loves him deeply he changed his number like Right, that's all. She's been abandoned. Yes, but we do know Isabel has said pretty much said I'm going to tell Max. Yeah, and then Mrs. Evans does. But yeah, so I think she does go about it wrong, and you know, like I didn't 
in the case of my brother's brother, yeah. I didn't tell my mother, but I was like, you have to tell her. Oh, okay. So, like, that is, and I know she has no control over uh, yeah. Isabel at that point, so maybe it's, it's a moot point. But even if she were just like, Max, like, we don't need, I, I know you're trying not to talk to me, but, like, you need to call your sister. She has yeah. news. Like, I feel like that's. Yes. No, that's fair. And at that point, the two weeks isn't happening. Because the two weeks, right. I think, adds, or, like, in, in the story of your brother, like, the quick part of it is a big part of it. Yeah. Because yes. if it's, like, if it's a year-long engagement, which is normal. Right. And not which Isabel is doing. But if you did, like, a year-long engagement, then I really, then I think the boundary of, like, let me tell my other family members. Yeah. Then legit. That, like, yeah. Right. But usually it's not let me tell them. And if you don't tell them for two days, it'll be half the time until the wedding. Yeah, that's wild. Like, that's too much. So, yeah, Max turns into an asshole. Then he he ruins Cal's life. <laughs> Poor Cal, who spent the last 40 years not shape-shifting so that he can have a semblance of human sensation. Yeah. And, and who has cobbled together a pretty great career, yes. it seems. Uh is is the implication that he was a producer on um on uh, Pearl Harbor or just were they speaking in general? I couldn't right? tell. I couldn't tell either because the the general guy is like, no, I can't give you access to this <laughs> to this secret UFO yeah. thing that we all know is here. Because um, I thought I was thought they when I heard it, I thought they were talking about the Pearl Harbor like the event. Oh no, I think they're talking about Pearl the Harbor movie. the movie. Right, because that would have come out in like ninety nine, two thousand. Yeah, like that. that makes sense. That makes more sense of something recent, because otherwise it would be like so. Because Pearl Harbor, also, why, why would he hold a movie producer? Well, and Pearl Harbor didn't Pearl Harbor, happen. But... Pearl Harbor happened before the Roswell crash. I didn't think this through. Yes, yes, yes. In my head, I was like, ah, forties. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. So they were definitely talking about the movie. Yeah. So I think the implication, yeah, that he produced that movie. I think that's, that's how cool. you get that. Maybe he's Michael Bay or Jerry Brockheimer or someone. I, all right. Um, I, I, I like, I mean, or maybe he's Brian Grazer. He could be Brian Grazer. He might be Brian Grazer. That's my head cannon now is that Cal is Brian Grazer. I like this for him. And I hope Brian Grazer doesn't have robe parties, but maybe he does. Oh, oh. <laughs> what can we do? Um, is Maria still on this show? I know. I know. Technically I know. We've seen her and she's had some lines and she got to kiss Liz and that was great. That but was great. She's barely in this episode. I know. She gets like almost nothing to do for most of the first half of the season. It's, I don't know what happened. I don't know. I mean, I will say that in watching these episodes, because I, because I have in my head what I think about Maria in season three, they really are only doing A and B plot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's no school stuff and there's no, there's no gang. Like the gang isn't really the gang. Right. There's no so the team, a, there's so, no Avengers. Right. So Avengers, it's all yeah. A and B plot and those plots tend to be more focused. And in the last two episodes, it really was an, a Max plot and an Isabel plot. Right. And as we mentioned, there's not really room for Maria and an Isabel plot much. Right. And Max is in fucking Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, would I have, Liked a scene, would I have enjoyed a scene of Maria telling Michael about Isabel? Sure. Sure. That would have been fun. Sure. But I understand why scenes like that don't happen. But yeah, there's Maria gets very little to do in this yeah, season. Yeah, So far. 
Yeah. Um, maybe they burned her out doing all those episode recaps at the end of the previous season. That's what's so funny. Like, if you went from the end of last <laughs> season to this season, she went from being, like, yep. the most important... She's just not even there. She just she's just there sometimes. I don't know. I really don't know. And maybe it's I do feel like they focus more on the aliens. Mm-hmm. Like li- even Liz's storyline, she had the stuff with her dad, but and her mom. But like her storylines are really related to Max. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe they're holding. I I don't know. But yeah, not a lot of Maria. I wish there was more Maria. And then no Valentes whatsoever to speak of in this episode. No. But a lot of Mrs. Evans and I really like her. Yeah, that's true. And, I mean, like, you got uh, Joe Pantoliano. Joey Pants. Joey Pants, who is kicking ass. Yeah, he's great. He's so good in this episode. (laughs) At the end when he's, like, climbing that staircase and, like, his voice is just getting, like, raspier and, like, just more more effort behind it to even, like, get anything out. You're just like, oh, yeah, they, they got... Another movie star on. Like, yeah, we always have Katherine Heigl, but like yes. now, now there's a second movie star. On yes. The show. Oh, and speaking of, and I would, she's more of a character actress, but we didn't talk about that. The wedding planner is Missy Pyle. Missy Pyle's great, which was fun. I don't feel like she got to do as much as, but it was still fun to see her, and hopefully we'll see more of her as the wedding approaches. Yeah, I hope so too. I and I hope like they let her be more of like who that actress is. Yes. Like, um, I almost felt like she was too pretty (laughs) yeah like like her makeup was too like appropriate or something because i'm I'm used to her looking more like wild yes like like you don't know what's gonna happen yeah chaotic yeah um but yeah i'm i've enjoyed this conversation but i still underneath it all is did kyle die all right well let's let's (laughs) switch over to the other show and figure out did kyle die sounds good So this show has a well-documented by us problem of telling too many stories in one episode, right? Yes. Too many storylines cutting around A, B, C, D. Yep. And it sucks to see them try to cram a Black Lives Matter uprising against the police story into the, like, E story of this episode. But arguably, that's like the A story. They just take all the things that we care about and put them in the background. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's the part of the... It should be the A story, I guess, yeah. is, is what I'm saying. I, don't, I, I had a tough time with this episode. I also had a tough time with this episode. I don't think I mind... Here's the thing, and this has happened multiple times, and we've talked about it on the show... The show will build to a cliffhanger. Yes. At the end of one episode and being that next episode, the payoff, it just undoes, it takes all, it's like a balloon gets let out. It just completely deflates. Yeah. So we ended with a pull through Kyle's stomach and him dying. Basically, yeah. And that. And the confirmation that the funeral that we are seeing in the future in Maria's vision is a Valenti funeral. Yes. And then it's just undone. Yeah. Sort of like when Max thought he was going to come back evil and he came back and he just had to shoot off some power. Right. And then he was done. Being and then evil. he was done being evil. Right. He so did lose his memory. Episodes of 
uh, Ghost Max warning people not to bring him back to life. It amounted to nothing. Uh, and then it seems like here, and we're still we're still on the like, oh, still seeing these visions. Yeah. Um, but like we've been five episodes now of uh, who's gonna die? Yep, someone's dying. Someone's dying. Um, and then like we see here who's dying, and then like no not but then by the end of this episode maybe again i don't know the the prophecy vision thing is starting to like test my patience with yeah uh with with it in 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 the show especially like colin asked last week if the if prophecies and visions uh tend to be true on the show right um and we mostly landed on like yeah they yeah they, they are um but Maria spends so much time in this episode trying to keep Kyle from dying. So, and like, is that their goal all along? Like, if they know that he's going to die, then what are they doing in trying to prevent him? Well, she's had vision, like she had a vision of him getting hit by a car and then she stopped him from getting hit by a car last season. Okay. So like she has prevented visions. Yeah. Okay. Then... It's just then confusing because at some point someone is like, how do you know that you didn't already stop him from dying? Right. And I guess the question still stands. Yes. I mean, I think that the whole ash in the sky is the big thing. Like, I think if it stopped ashing, she would feel like they passed that point. Because there will never be another forest fire (laughs) in New Mexico. Well, while they all look the same, no one's older, yeah, no one, you know. Right. Um, I don't know. I was really disappointed with the way they handled the stakes from the previous episode. Um, yeah, and they, there's, like, a moment where it takes, like, a, another, like, twist on it. Because, like, the, the, like you say, the, the resolution is just Max heals. Yep. Max heals uh, Kyle. That's it. And yep. in the moment, it's a very, like, bingo, bango, it's done. Yeah, and is and Liz has a heart attack. Liz had the heart attack at the end of the yeah. previous episode, right? So it's I I didn't really like, you know, when when the show connects the dots and is like, oh yeah, now Max's suffering is just projected onto Liz, right? That was like that felt like new information to me. Okay, um, and then uh, like th- so that that is an interesting dynamic of like then who do you save? But it isn't even a who do you save situation. It's a you just have to use jones's help to save them both jones is proving to just be a MacGuffin. yeah i don't understand him i don't understand why he chooses to go in a cage i don't understand why he goes back into that okay there's also the question and nothing we see tells us for sure but like is it really max at the end of this episode or is it jones don't know we don't know but presumably jones is willing to climb back into the cage at any time yeah he's willing to go back into the pod for heaven knows how long and is like has this sort of posture of like these people have control over me like when isabel pulls him out to like have a steak dinner yeah and, and a glass of wine that she yes. for both of them um then she's like all right get back in the cage and he puts his hands up and just does it she doesn't have a gun he has powers yeah I, do, I don't understand the power dynamic. 
I don't understand what Jones is doing in this show. I do understand that yesterday he killed someone in order to have enough pa- enough juice to save Max. Because I do think that's part of his plan. And that off-screen killing is the thing that is like the spark. I think, didn't we see, didn't we him, see him come across the guy getting beat up? I honestly don't remember. I don't remember, but th- that we could have seen that. I don't think we saw him murder him, but yeah. I think that once he said that, I was like, oh. That shouldn't be an, an oh moment. Like, we should see him do Well, that. how about the fact that he presents a moral dilemma and nobody fucking thinks about it and then yeah. doesn't reflect on it later? Right. Someone was murdered. Yes, he's a racist, bad person. Yeah. But someone was murdered to keep Max alive. Yeah. And Isabel's giggling about it at the bar. Like, <laughs> they're covering it up. Yeah, you covered up a murder, Isabel. Which I guess is the thing they're talking about in the uh, funeral parlor at, in the Maria's vision, is that they covered up a murder. That could be what they're talking about. <sighs> yeah. I I, it's, uh, th- this, uh, there have been a series of tough ones here, and this is just another one of them. Yeah, to me, this is a nadir. Like... What are the things that we like about this show and why aren't we seeing them now? So I guess let's, let's just kind of go through the things that we do like about the show, right? Um, we like it when the show is sexy. Yeah, that's it, fun. Uh, this episode, sexless, right? Sexy and shippy. Yeah. Sex- I also like ro- the romance shippy stuff. Yeah, yeah, totally. And we didn't get really any, we have, Maria is still flirting with, what's his face? Gregory. Mains. Gregory. But like, but even that, we don't get like good juicy no. ship stuff. We no. just get that we he's kind of hanging around. Fed. He doesn't give us right. a speech. She doesn't give it. We don't get like you know, right? And any I, of that. I guess the romance that we get is the like Liz Max romance. But even that, they're talking about how they destroy, how it's toxic, and. We're not sure in that moment if we're dealing with Max or if we're dealing with Jones. Right. But that could just be us projecting, you and me. It could be. I think you and I are both expecting, because why would we not? It's a double of fucking Max. Um, We are expecting Jones to supplant Max. Yeah. Take his place. Um, And uh, I said it at one point earlier in the episode. I was like, that's not Max. That's Jones. Yeah. No, it was Max. He's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I was wrong. Um, But then at the end of this episode, I find myself in the same place. Yeah. That's not Max. It's Jones. Um, But like, is that just us wanting the double to take the place of our main character? Because why the fuck else do you have a double? I know. It's like a Chekhov's gun situation. Yes. And I feel like this show gets has Chekhov guns and then we just find out the gun's not loaded. Right. Or and they, then it had fake bullets in it. Yeah. They were blanks. Like someone dies, but they don't. It's Okay, so other things I like and now see about this. I really like Liz doing science. Yeah. And I wish that Liz doing science solved this problem, but it did not. No. It was just Magic Jones. Saying, oh, I can untether and undo. Sure, you can. You could do anything if you just say you can do stuff and then you could do it. Right. It's again right back to the like, oh, Jones can't lie to us in the memories he presents. Like, what what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. These are just words at this point. Yeah. There are no rules. Well, it feels like you make up the rules as you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. So, like. Yeah, it's not seated anywhere that Jones has the power to untether or that. 
that Liz is Liz is tethered to Max is an unhealthy thing. Because that's also that would have been interesting. Yeah. If Jones had told him from jump, you need to be untethered from Liz, and Max was like reluctant to do right. so. Right. Yes. Yes. That would have been so good that like it was hurting him uh, to still be tethered yes. to her. Because that makes real. That's the that's a very like OG Roswell sort of yes. thing. Yes. Like the alien magic reflects a real relationship dynamic in right. the real world. Right. Um, but that's not what this was. That's not what this was. And maybe we'll get to... I still have hope. Okay, so I like Liz doing science. We yeah. didn't get any of that. Right. Um, I like the shipping. I do usually... And this, I think, might improve on rewatch because I will have so much lowered expectations from the Kyle injury. Mm-hmm. Um... Because, like, all week I was worried about Kyle. Right. And then it turned out he's just fine. He's just, he's just fine. Um, or is he, did he die in an explosion at Max's house? Yeah, that's true. We what, have the end. But, but I'm, not, I'm yeah. not investing in this cliffhanger. No, neither am I. Um, Sorry. But I, yeah. I usually like the real world parallels that they do. Same. I usually do, too. It felt pretty rough here. It felt like instead of... Again, seeding things earlier, like the regiment. Why oh you introduced God. these characters? Because we've met the mayor's son before. We've, why didn't you call it the regiment three weeks ago? Yeah. Why haven't we been why, hearing why about the regiment? regiment 500 times in this episode. Yeah, and never before. Why are we just... And, and we've gotten a little bit of Max being conflicted about being a cop. Yeah, but not... Not really, though, because you and I, the, the, the first episode back this season, we were like, oh, is he, is he a cop again? Or maybe yeah. even in the second episode, because we didn't see him in the uniform in the first one. Um, because there was a little bit of like relief where we were like, oh, thank God he doesn't have to yeah. like, be cop anymore. Right. Um, and I guess, I guess he was maybe struggling with it. But no, he was just kind of like being a good cop. Well, we've heard about the sheriff before. We knew yeah. the sheriff is racist and bad. That's right. She so did like, have a little, so like um, they've seeded this a little bit, but it's. I she thi- did have an all and, and white lives matter and yeah. green lives oh, and purple geez. lives. But like, I think it's. I think my problem with this episode, and that's why I say think that it will be better in rewatch is I really felt like the rug got pulled from the stakes created at the end of the last episode to the beginning of this. And so it was disorienting for them to get me on board for this real life parallel episode. Yeah. Cause otherwise I'm, I like that they're protests and everyone wears alien signs. Yeah. Like that's cute. That's cute. And it's Roswelly. And that, um, Mr. Orteco is out there and he's like, even though he it could risk his citizenship, but he's like, I got a voice, I gotta use yeah, it. Gotta use his voice. I love like that's very cute and good. Yeah. I just wish that the show could make room for uh, make enough room for that this kind of episode without crowding it with all this other alien stuff that is, you know, flying by it's like no rules flight yeah. plan. Oh, I'm also really pissed about Jones Dog. Yeah, where's Jones' dog? Where's Jones' dog? He makes reference to it. He yep. says, "I made friends with a dog, which is adorable." Where, yes, and where that dog deserves a home, mm-hmm. and it not in a pod. So no. somebody needs to raise no, that, that dog. dog. Is not down there in the cage with him, is he? The dog no, down there like they covered it in <laughs> silver and stuffed it in a pod. No, I don't think. So. I hope no, not. That would be, that would be I mean, Max should adopt the dog. Yes, because oh. Max should have a dog. Max could be a dog owner. Totally. Tons of space to run around. Yeah. All right. That's until we see that that's not true. That's what I choose to believe is true. 
Also, we still sort of believe that the Max is is really Jones. Jones. Or I would also believe like that Jones is like living in the back of Max's head. Yes, and can, you know, like assert himself at some point. Something's got to happen because otherwise, all of this Jones stuff. Yeah, means all nothing. Of this, all of this, like putting off, like no, he can't heal Max because we don't know what'll happen. Like, if he just healed him and we saw what happened and it was nothing, then I don't, I don't know what we're doing. I mean, especially because they present it like it's a moral dilemma that Max had to murder someone, and then nobody gives a fuck that Max had that. Sorry, that Jones had to murder someone. Right. And there, and then nobody cares. And then it's the resolution at the end of the episode that um, Sheriff Taylor says that the that Zeke died of, of natural causes. Of natural he burned causes. to he death. Burned alive. <laughs> It, it was, was a nat was yes fire in a fishing hole in a fishing hole but well yeah i guess they know they a former fishing hole yes the the body but was moved not so former that that it wasn't on a list of like the top 20 fishing holes yes <laughs> yes isabel isabel googling fishing holes yeah it was pretty Roswell, funny New Mexico. and she found the right one she found the right one we don't stay with her to see how that yeah goes. i don't know how many she had to try but she found the right one and she found incriminating evidence yeah um yeah i guess i think i was so disappointed in the max yeah isabel storyline that it made made me like be annoyed at the real because I don't think I might the more I think about it the more I don't mind the um the real world stuff the protest mm-hmm. and the militia because that stuff is kind of scary the stuff is definitely scary but I think that's also like the show is being like so like itself about it right? yeah like uh, anytime you have uh, like Rosa or Isabel in a scene like they can't help but be like you know, very CW character yeah. about it, right? Like, they're very quippy, and, like, they're just... And it's, it's not even just them. Like, it also extends to uh, Mr. Oteco, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like, there's a scene where the uh, Proud Boys, and I'm just going to call them Proud Boys... Yeah. Um, uh, you don't want to call them the regiment? I don't want to call them the regiment. That's as bad as the dictator. Oh, by the way, the regiment wears the alien masks that were worn to attack right. Maria. Right. So it at least implies that the regiment attacked maria right and you know that makes sense responsible for the crime wave yeah um but they they hold up uh rosa and mr ortega outside the crash down mm-hmm. and one of them has like their automatic weapon like pushing into i know it's intense rosa's like neck or cheek or something like it is pushing her yes. skin. and then her dad sprays them with a fire extinguisher and yes makes a joke about like no those aliens didn't come in peace and it's like what the fuck yeah do we care about this or not like do we take it seriously or don't yeah i don't know i, I, I don't know i don't know or does mr Arteco not take it seriously also were we seeing like the fallout from the reporter like being embedded with the Proud that's Boys. why the sheriff taylor says it was she, sheriff taylor is announcing that she arrested the mayor's son right who was on the live stream and that he okay. that the that the murder that wasn't a murder okay <laughs> okay so we're getting a lot of loose ends tied lots up yeah tied up got it 
Um, yeah, I like the reporter. It's good to have an out another smart lady kind yeah. of poking holes in some of the bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, and someone to ask Max, like, why the hell are you still a cop? Yeah. And it's, it's weird, though, because his answer is, I ask myself that question every day, and every day I come up with an answer. Yeah. And it's like, well, okay, he didn't answer the question. No. <laughs> didn't answer the question. Well, he believes in the ideals of the position. Right, right. Not in the reality. And he, for most of his career, was buffered by having a very a good person as the head of his small town police department. Right. Because I bet it's a lot easier to rationalize being a cop when you work for somebody that you believe in, in a, in a small, in a community, in a community you are a part of. Right. Yeah. Versus, I mean, I don't know how you could work for the LAPD. Like you would have, you'd have to compromise yourself. Well, you just don't live in Los Angeles, first of all. Right, but you None still know what you're doing. Part of this community. Yeah, that's true. You're not part of the. Yeah. Co- yes, you're right. That's a big piece of it. So um, you just go in and you, uh, you know, fight what you think are the bad guys, which are the people who live in the city. Yes, that yeah. you are there to serve and protect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool, 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 no, cool, cool. It's a fucking cool. nightmare. <laughs> it's a nightmare. Um. So yeah. So okay. What else do we like about the show? <laughs> uh, we like. Um, Alien mysteries, right? Yes, alien mysteries are fun. Alien mysteries are fun, and like anything that ties back to real life history, yep, uh, is interesting or exciting. And I feel like that's the thing with Jones is like, so, sort of, we've gotten answers to a mystery, but it hasn't been treated like a mystery. Yeah. It's more like he kind of is telling a story, and then we're just accepting the story. Yeah. Like, we're not discovering things. We're not deducing things. We're not figuring things out. Maybe that goes back to Liz's science stuff. But it's like, nobody's figuring things out. They're just kind of choosing whether or not to believe a narrative that's presented to them. Yes. Which well, is not as interesting. No, it's not. It, well, and especially because, like, we have no basis for, like, we, the audience, have yeah. no uh, gauge of how truthful any of that is either. Right. I mean, we do have Isabel trying to suss it out with her empathy powers right um and she says i see deceit all around you but all she did from that was discover that he wasn't where he said he was the previous night like well no he was where he said he was he left something out he left something out yes and jones is like this is all about noah and then even then we're not finding new information about noah no just that he knew him that's not interesting. I want to know what was Noah's job. Yes. What was, did Noah have a mission? Did Noah have a relationship with these chill, like the parents? Like what I, I want. Yeah. He's still just some guy. And, and this, I think, I hope this is the season where it comes out, but the end of season one, we get this whole thing from Noah about the alighting. Yeah. And how it's going to change everything. And how Max needs to be prepared. And then we see that Jones finds a thing that says the alighting. That was last week. Yeah. It, like, he was looking through Max's notebooks. That's right. That's right. So the but, Jones doesn't, but then Jones doesn't say it to anybody. So it's just a dropped thing. But it's like, that. it feels... We should have... We all should have been worried about the alighting for the past two years. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's honestly one of those things where, like... 
you know, I don't need to see like the entire shape of a season at, at the beginning yeah. of, of one. Um, but we're roughly halfway through it now. Yeah. Uh, and like, I don't, the only, like the only thing that the show seems to be about right now is what the fuck is Jones's deal? Like that's basically all of it. Right. Yeah. Like, there, uh, we, you, you mentioned like the alighting, like when we get to that point in, um, the original Roswell where, uh, we finish the season and we learn that there are like skins out there. Yeah. Like this other race of alien that like is here to murder our core mm-hmm. core. And great. That's fun. Yeah. can deal with the, uh, the fallout from that. And there are different like avenues to like how to explore yep. that. Um, and, uh, it, there's always this sense of like, here is the thing yep. that we're fighting against. And like, I don't, I don't know what that is right now. Well, I think some of it is sending Liz across the country. Yeah. So like, she's not there to be fighting it. Right. She's. Right. But she's just back now. She's back now. So maybe that'll change. Um, I also feel like, I think they're trying, like, I think they're trying with the prophecy. With, yeah, with this. Like, I feel like that's an arc that we've been watching this whole arc about the prophecy. Someone's going to die, though? Like, I don't believe now that someone will. Uh, Yeah, I don't believe it. They've lost my goodwill. I didn't want to lose Kyle. I really enjoy him on the show, but I don't think the show has the balls to do it. No, I don't. I think maybe Mrs. Valenti is going to die. That's what I think might happen. Yeah. And the show. Which will be sad. Yeah. uh, Yeah, I guess. But she's already been written off the show. Right. Like, I don't think the show has the guts to do what it hinted at doing. No, it's addicted to adding characters at this point, right? Like, Gregory May yeah. is the main part of the cast, yep. right? Like, he's just in... Well, the- Alex is missing. Alex is missing, that's true. I think Alex is another part of the show that I really like. I like Alex's relationships with the various characters, and... And in particular, his relationship with Michael. Yep. Um, and uh, that's that was the other thing I was going to say when you were like, I like to see Liz doing science, and mm-hmm. I like Michael to be a mess. Yep. Um, and Michael, this episode, he doesn't do much of anything right no all he does is say like i'm gonna stop drinking tequila he has a good scene with rosa that's true where he kind of talks about how her death affected him and his guilt over it i thought that like does it redeem everything no not really but i was glad just because he and he hand cleans which even though he's magic and could just clean it with his powers he hand cleans look, the side is, of the building. This is a normal thing about Michaels across these shows. Yeah. Is that even though they have the ability to clean things with their... Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about house, this. Something horrible. About. So Rewind in, in OG, OG Roswell, Mrs. Evans mentions to Maria, can you ask Michael to bring my 9 by 13 casserole dish back? Um, I brought food for Max a few weeks ago, but I'd love my dish back. When we see Michael later enter the Evans house, he is carrying a dirty casserole dish. It is disgusting. It's filthy. And we know it's been weeks. Like, oh, and we also know that he drove over there on his little motorbike. Probably. Yeah. Probably holding it in one hand. Yeah. And not. Yes. Yes. Holding it. from <laughs> <laughs> Holding it by one of the handles. Yep. Oh my God! What a nightmare! What a ni- I can't even imagine what I would say if somebody returned a dish to me. And here's the thing: in modern life, I think when you leave dishes at people's houses, there's a there's a chance you're never going to see the dish again. Yeah, or that you'll see it again in like a year. Right. So like, I am not precious. If I bring a dish to someone's house, 
it's not my best dish that I'm going to stress about if I don't see right away. Right. So you make a point to leave with it, right? Like that's tough because unless you're the one doing the dishes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, that can be mm-hmm. tough. Cause I mean, maybe, maybe I would leave with the dirty, with a dirty dish myself. Right. But I'd have to, you'd have to be smooth about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Cause you wouldn't want to make a big deal about the fact that you're leaving with a dirty dish. But if anybody presented to me the dish dirty, Ugh. it doesn't make sense. I, I, what do you even do? I, you accept it. Maybe yeah. throw it in the trash. Like, this is too much. Yeah, well, especially weeks later. Or even a week later. You don't really throw it in the trash. But I am, I would be, I wouldn't know what to say. Yeah, like, if I made lasagna and it's brought it to your fun. house, and then two weeks later, you brought me back the dish, but hadn't washed it. Like, I, I would be. I didn't clock. Did Michael say thank you when he returned? The... I don't think so. He was just <laughs> holding a dirty dish. Um, and again, we go to the other part, and this is the connection to modern Michael. He has powers. Yeah. It would take literally a swipe of the hand. Yeah. To clean that thing cleaner than it's ever been cleaned. Yeah, he could like walk up to the front door and be like, oh shit. And then. Because I'm sure he doesn't have a dishwasher at his place. No, why would he? He can clean things on an atomic <laughs> level with a wave of his hand. All right, I'm glad we got to that. Yeah, me too. Um, but yeah, Michael being a mess, Alex being caring about people. Uh, le- let me ask you this Do we like. Max being a good detective because we do get some of that in this episode. I like him. Yeah, I think Max sh- being a good detective and being on the side of the little of the good of the of the righteous. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I like that. I like so that I think too. that I liked that in this storyline that he goes back to the scene of the crime to get gather more evidence. That you know. That he immediately knows that it's a fake out, the brick through the window. Right. And that, you know, he also sort of intuits, but then finds evidence for, like, this wasn't uh, the Lopez's truck. Yep. Um, like, all, all of that is nice. Uh, but again, though, it feels like it's so funny to try and, like, tell a story about Max's, like, uh, Max being confronted with, like, a crisis of his identity yes. right? of like being a cop and being a good cop should such a thing actually exist. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but like jam that into an episode that's also like, uh, and, and maybe for a split second, you have to decide which of your friends who lives and which one dies. And maybe, and then ultimately kill someone. <laughs> right. And then ultimately right. someone does die. Right. It's just not one of the people you love. Right. Which then just makes him a bad, a, you know, a worse cop. Yes. Except that never enters the equation. Nobody cares about Dead Zeke. And I don't care about Dead Zeke. Like, I'm not glad he's... I don't wish he was alive. Right. But, like, he gets murdered. He gets burned to death. Yeah. So that Max can live. Yeah. And it almost leads to a race war in in Roswell. (laughs) But nobody seems to really be carrying that. (sighs) Also, okay, and this is not not related to things I like about this show, but it it, it was a, what a bummer ending for Heath. Heath Tuckman caught his last name <laughs> for the first time. Tuckman. Oh, poor Tuckman. Poor Tuckman. More like Tuckman, am I right? Oh, jeez, Louise. 
You yeah, are right. He gets lied to and Well, first he he drives her all the way from LA to Roswell. Yeah. In the middle of the night into the next morning. And then she sends him on a wild goose chase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he has to confront her just to be like, you really hurt me, man. Yeah. And it's like, I could have gone for a lot more of him being the affable punching bag. Yes. Um, and I really think we only got it in the first episode. <laughs> yeah. In the second. Yeah. I, I think he thought he was on a different show. Yeah. Yeah. And, and really, so, how, how can you blame him? Because, like, all of his scenes are just with Liz. He thinks he's on a show called Science Buddy Adventures. Yeah, which, by the way, I might watch. Uh, yeah, I'd probably Science watch Buddy it. Science Buddy Adventures, holy cow. Um, but he thinks he's on Science Buddy Adventures, and he is not. He's on a show about aliens. Of which he is blissfully Which he, which he shouldn't unaware. be. Like, right. I was worried Liz was going to tell him and ruin his life. No, he's got a whole uh, Jesse Ramirez thing going on that, like, he gets to not be a part. Of the alien drama. Yeah, which is working for him, sort of. I mean, the real problem, his problem is twofold. One, he doesn't know about aliens. And two, the woman he he cares about or loves is a soulmate with someone else. Right. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Like, now there's like a three-way soulmate situation with... With Kyle? Or were those bonds severed? Is that what happened? It sounds like those bonds were set. That's what Jones said he was doing. He was like, oh, I have a solution for that. I can fix it. Why? Then why? It should, that should be a huge deal that uh, Max and Liz are no longer soul bonded. Yep. Okay. But we aren't going to do that. Let's talk about the end of this episode and then let's stop talking about okay, it. Okay, let's do that. Okay. <laughs> um, so there is oh, Kyle gets the uh, key to Max's house and mm-hmm. he's going to, he goes with his doctor stuff, right? So. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to check on Max or if he, yeah, it's not clear what he's, he's there to do, but he does bring his doctor bag. Uh, He goes inside and there are some proud boys there. Or at least one. Did you see more than one? No, I guess I just saw one. Okay. In in the alien mask. Yes. Part of the regiment. Regiment? Regiment. Unless there's a second group of alien headed people. Oh my God. Which is possible. It's possible. Um, And then... Maria gets a vision or a premonition. Uh, she's like, something. she's sitting there. She sees the ash fall down. She's, she's like, she's narrating. Yes, at this point. she's narrating, but she's also talking to Gregory. And she's like, you know what? I'm still worried about Kyle. Right. Of course, I don't think Gregory has context of the vision or anything else, but she's like, I'm still worried about Kyle. And so then Gregory's like, don't worry about Kyle. Worry about your, like, let's, let me take care of you. I'll get you a drink for a change. So he goes to get her a drink. But when he comes back out, she's in her truck and driving to, to Max's, Max's house. house. Because she sees that that's where Kyle is, right? Oh, and right. She has she a, tracks him yeah. on his phone. She has find my friends. Right. Um, do you do find? No, but if I was on do Roswell, New Mexico, it's opt in. <laughs> I would do it if I was on a show like this. If this yeah. kind of drama, was, this kind of stuff was happening all the time, yeah, you can find... Yeah, then that... that there's probably emergencies. Fine. But, like, in regular life, you don't really need yeah, that. Well, and what? Like, I'm at my house? Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. I think it would be cool to do on vacation together. Oh, it would be so good on vacation. Like, yeah. you can meet up. Or, like, the only time, really, I've used it was when... um, uh, My 
best friend was getting engaged, but she didn't know she was getting engaged. And they were like, we were, there was a surprise party. Oh, so we had to like, yeah, they had to track them coming back. And so we would be ready to surprise. Um, it worked out, but I, I, we were, he revoked my find my friends privilege after that. That was the last. You don't, you don't, you don't need that indefinitely. No, that was just for one night. Opt in and then wopped out. But I think on Roz, if I was a character on this show, I absolutely would. Opt in indefinitely. Because I might be in danger. Yeah, you never know. There, there might be a pipe through me. There. Or you might maybe explode. Maria goes to Max's house. Yes, Maria goes to Max's house. And then, and then we Max see Max also, is driving, and in his rearview mirror, it looks like there's an explosion. Right. We both clocked some sort of... It seemed explosion. like an explosion. Then he gets to his house, goes yep. in the, like, the back door, the patio yeah. doors, starts to draw his gun. There's glass everywhere. Glass everywhere. And then he sees Maria with a gash on her head. Yep. Passed out in yep. the kitchen. End of episode. End of episode. What was that explosion? Is Kyle still there? Yep. I guess th- those are the only two questions. Who did it? Who did it? Yes. But I mean, we know that that's just regiment guys, right? Well, they dress like the regiment guys, but we don't really have a motive for attacking um, the sure. wild pony or attacking Kyle, which those could be target. Those could be targeted for another reason. Right, I mean, they could just be targeted as friends of Max Evans. They could be the cop. They don't. Yes, they could be friends of Max Evans. They could be people of color. These are both things that are true about them. So those could be the reasons, but they seem. You know who I bet it is? I bet it's that cop that you said was very well cast. Oh my god, the whitest cop I've ever seen. Just the whitest, and uh, a man who doesn't open his mouth when he speaks. No, his mouth is closed, and you can tell that he somehow both has really soft hands, but probably dirt under his fingernails. Absolutely. I know exactly what you <laughs> No, perfect casting. I'm sure the guy is very nice in real life. Whatever. <laughs> but he's so perfectly cast as this cop you can't trust. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, yeah, maybe it's him. I bet it's I think that's a great call. And maybe it is about Max. Because he could be obsessed with Max and wanting to destroy Max's life. Yeah, I mean, uh, a, a, cop, a cop that won't be the dirty cop he's supposed to be. Yep. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so... We don't know what's going to happen. I'm not going to stress about this one. No, I don't think Maria's dead. No. I don't think Kyle's dead. Uh, I think when we finally see under that Valenti coat of arms on the coffin, that it's going to be like another fucking psych out. Yeah. In, in, in some way, and we'll be let down by it. Probably. But there'll be, there might be some fun stuff in the middle. Hey, And Liz I is back so. in town. Liz is back in town, so maybe she'll be doing some science. And it's been a couple episodes since we've seen Alex, so we get some Alex, right? Because Alex wasn't in the last episode. Yes. No, wait. It's hard for me to remember now which episode was which episode. Two was episodes it? ago, his machine turned on. And Kyle. And Kyle's machine turned on. Voice, right? And then Kyle brought his machine to Michael, and Michael made it so they could hear the message and the message was essentially protect the al- wait no, stay away, stay from, away from the aliens it's, it's uh, you, not worth protecting it's either. not worth protecting them which now seems like nonsense like i mean it's still kind it's of working, tr- it's working out he's fine he's yeah he got saved or, not. or he died in an explosion that we saw out of the corner of our eyes i, I don't know we don't know 
I guess that's really where we are at the show. I don't know. Yeah. But I will come back next week. Yeah, let's talk about it next week. Thank you for listening to Welcome Back to Roswell. If you enjoy the show, please leave us a review over at Apple Podcasts or follow us on uh, social media. We're at Roswell Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Take care and have a great week.